So every one of these posts about user experience, it's meant to be an invitation. It is not meant to be uh, a border, um, a boundary saying, this is a discipline in, in its pure form and, and here is what, um, you know, this is the fee to enter or the, um, the I don't know, the big old um, license agreement that you need to sign. I'm really intending to um, invite participation. And even if you're not a comfortable expert in this stuff, I think you can do uh, really helpful things by using the tools and disciplines related to user experience in just about any job. Because we're all making stuff, helping people in some way, and we can all get better at it. That's what user experience is meant to do. And one of the ways that you can, you know, go about making something better is, is, is performing some research. First off, this is not like a necessarily, this is, this is sort of my own, you know, my own thoughts. And I'm not trying to say that, that I'm representing or, or, um, or rep, I don't know. I don't want to overstate th this thing that I've mentioned a bunch of times other than it's of an amazing resource, and I highly recommend uh, reading this book, but it's, uh, it's called Just Enough Research by Erica Hall. And she covers this, this topic incredibly well. This is my, you know, my attempt at sharing um, the, I, honestly, like just a brief overview, a tiny sample, a glimpse into um, what can sound like a big daunting idea, saying, well you know, this thing that sounds like it's really only for universities or large corporations funding studies and all that stuff. And then saying like, well, whatever you do with a wagging finger, I'm wagging at you. You can't hear it, but, but I'm telling you now, I'm wagging my finger that it better be statistically relevant no matter what. And that's the only kind of data we can trust. And that's just baloney. It's not because uh, the, the statistically significant numbers provide insights, yes, but it is not the only kind of insight that is beneficial to design. And it's also a really probably more expensive, more difficult to attain insight. So if you think, if I can learn something more, you know, cheaply and efficiently um, and have it benefit me, my project, my business, what have you, and also the audience I'm serving, why would I why would I ignore that tool? Um, I, I would suggest don't ignore it. Give it a try. Do things that are qualitative, not just quantitative. So, um, you know, like qualitative research can give you a chance to learn like why you're designing something. Qualitative research sounds big and fancy. All it is is asking people questions and then capturing what you're getting from them and then digging through it to find the patterns from the patterns, gain insights from the insights. Think about what that means about what you might do next. Then that becomes a thing that you can use to go. That's an idea that you can test. You can, you can make a design based on like, for instance, just interview five people. Um, if you've made a product, um, put it in front of some, some people and then have some questions for them. 
And depending on like how this product is meant to be, is it, is it just, is it conveying a story? Is it like a linear narrative? Is it a game? Is it a tool or an app or a, um, like a physical object? You might need to find some questions and think about, you know, and, and explore things such as, um, Erica Hall's book, just enough research to come up with some, some useful questions or, you know, search around for some, some other guidance. But even if you, um, put something in front of someone and let them try to use it for, for a while, capture what's their first impression, capture some impressions as they use it for, you know, a week or two weeks. And then, you know, along the, you know, capture some impressions along the way and then capture, you know, what, where they land at the end of, of your, you know, of that time. And now you've got some interesting pieces of data. You've got how someone's perspective evolved or didn't over time related to the thing you gave them and like their specific things they shared. And, um, yeah, so there, there's a, um, a variety of ways where you can go about it. You can say, oh, great, Rob, you, you, you encouraged me to get this big pile of notes. What am I supposed to do with this? Well, mm, good news, bad news, right? It takes work to get this data, but it doesn't, it's not that complicated to work. If, um, you, you do write things down from what you're hearing, um, practice not leading people and, just trying to get positive feedback from them, like whatever you know, your 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 need as an artist, your need as a creator of of whatever you're making, try to um, de-emphasize that. Be curious in a more mm, like well a Star Trek character Vulcan kind of way of like oh fascinating you know like like find what's what other people think about what you're doing fascinating. And hopefully that can help just keep, keep you, um, keep you in check a little bit as far as when someone is confused or frustrated when they're, they're looking at that thing you're, you're making or whatever feedback they're providing. So you put a thing out there, you get, you, you capture some feedback from that, from that feedback, you're, um, you're able to get some data from that data. You're able to, um, find patterns and insights, those insights you can use to test, to, to form new ideas, to test. And that could be a new design, a new revision, uh, you know, like just adjustments you want to make. Like a classic thing is when you put uh, like a website or something you put in front of someone and you ask them to um, like, um, I don't know, check out my article on blank or check out this article. So let's say you're curious about, um, okay, like for instance, usability. Here, an example of, of a little bit of a usability test for uh, my website, interactive-storyteller.com, would be, okay, let's say you hear about you know interactive-storyteller.com from a friend on Twitter, and they're like, yeah, there's an interesting podcast there called the Polytechnicast. All right, go to go to the website and check out the podcast, and then you sit back and watch. What do they do? So that. Um, that might go terribly. <laughs> and, um, someone might mistype the URL. Someone might, um, and you might think, gosh, I kind of need a shorter URL. Or they may find um, the website, but then just go like, oh, there's a blog here. Maybe it's there. And, and not see other things that are, that are cues, whatever. And that is fantastic that they don't see it because now you can, you can, um, 
anyway, so not to go into a deep thing on, on usability testing in specific, but that's data. Like you observing someone, you listening to someone's thoughts, whatnot, you're gathering data. And that's the point of the research. And that is something that anyone who's willing to do a little bit of practice can get in a situation to, to do a fine job. That's way better than not doing it. And that's part of the challenge is, is um, a little bit of this kind of, um, maybe I'll do a separate post on this, but like almost there's a subversiveness in a way for user experience because uh, it's about questioning our assumptions and getting some insights and testing our, ide- our ideas. Um, we as people who make stuff for others and sometimes we're in businesses and teams and whatnot that don't necessarily question what we make. And honestly, this is one of the, the, the biggest things that attracts me and keeps me excited about being of service in a user experience fashion. Not that everyone has to go get a career in it. That's fine. That's awesome. This somehow leads someone to, to do that. Wonderful, right? Um, the main intent is, is saying that uh, these, these tools and skills can be borrowed and uh, just with a little with a little bit of their application, you might you might be in a situation where you learn something about what you're making and you can make the case for bringing in someone who can provide a, you know greater expertise form a little more um, you know a little more honed uh, test protocols and whatnot to to really dig in and, and get more. Um, get more learning, more faster, deeper, whatever. But um, but honestly, that that's not necessarily that's not really what this what I'm trying to sell here. I'm just trying to sell that. Um, hopefully, in as jargon free or as as jargon light way as possible, that uh, you can do some research. You make a thing, you can learn more about the thing. You probably can make the thing better. Um, another kind of re- other kinds of research. Um, so, you, you know, I just mentioned in a way like some usability testing, put a thing you made in front of someone. What if what you made isn't even finished yet? And it's a, it's a, it's some ideas you're like, eh, I think I want to make, um, you know, I've got a new podcast idea or I've got this, this, um, my art portfolio, plus I'm selling posters and I'm just thinking about how do I re- arrange this stuff? Well, you can do some cool stuff like, uh, and it's, eh, let's see. It's like card sorting, right? This sounds fancy, it's it, but really you put words in front of people and you see what word, what they associate with these words. You didn't even have to build anything and you're just putting writing words on paper and then you, you, can, you can see which thing people associate with um, what service or tool you're providing. Um, you can, if you're in a situation where you want to find out how to how to go about it, uh, um, doing better on a new project, you can just interview people, interview the people you work with and what do they think should be done better or different. Um, and then see what happens, like what comes of that data. There's going to be some patterns. Um, of course you can interview your intended audience for a thing you make. Um, and that could be like your hypothetical one. Cause it's like, well, this thing isn't in the world yet. It's a new product. So I'm, I think it's serving people like this and then go talk to them. 
And uh, then you could also, well, if you already made a thing, then go talk to the people that are using the thing you make. Uh, you will learn from hearing their perspective. Uh, another thing, I mean, you can do other kinds of research, research, research too, like um, um, secondary research. You can, you can consume things others have written on this. Um, you can also use data that's in the world. Like, um, well, let's say you make a, a certain kind of application and there's another application that has some similarities to it in the world. Go see what the, their users are saying about their app. You may learn about particularly interesting or helpful things, pain points, what have you. Either way, it gets you some um, some things that others that that hopefully real users have said. I mean, you, you always consider the sources of what you're exploring, um, whether it's secondary research put out by whatever source, blog, industry thing, think tank, whoever. Um, what's their deal? Why are they Why are they sharing this? And even that right there. You're that, that pulling on the threads, questioning, exploring, and thinking systemically and doing research, testing your ideas. That's honestly available to everyone in every discipline. Um, you know, depending on, you know, your time and availability and project and comfort when exploring this. So not to force user experience on everyone, but I just you know, trying to really plant a flag and point to this stuff isn't locked in a special toolbox that only a special few have the key to. That's it. So there's my thoughts on um, uh, planting a flag and pointing at um, research and, uh, you know, user-centered thinking and, and listening and all that. Well, this is a, this, it's available to everybody. So, all right. Um, there goes, okay, there was another uh, verbal blog post in the Polytechnicast, and I'm doing this in the month of November, you know, largely. Uh, I mean, it's because of the, the Creative Challenge art sound off. I, um, I really want to do more blogging, and this Creative Challenge is a, is a good, um, good, I don't know, good, I don't know, incentive, right? Because it's a thing Jersey Droves and I started a few years ago. And, uh, you know, it's about encouraging others to do this kind of, um, you know, you know, verbal journaling, blogging, whatever, do something, you know, make an audio post, right? But you don't, don't even have to post it publicly. Like getting your thoughts out, capturing some, some ideas about what you make. And even if you're stuck about like, what do I even ask myself? What do I think about? Lots of helpful prompts and ideas and, you know, tools and guidance at artsoundoff.com. But it's not super prescriptive. So hopefully you bring like, like, I don't know, whatever that thing that gets you curious about Art Sound Off and then see how that mashes up with whatever's at artsoundoff.com. And of course, you have question, if you have questions or ideas about anything I'm posting on, uh, you know, on the Polytechnicast or, um, you know, what you're encountering with Art Sound Off, um, you know, hit me up via Twitter where I am at Rob Stenzinger or via email where I am rob.stenzinger at stenzingersoftware.com. Thank you very much for listening.